Reading from Shima Bhagavatam, Canto 3, Chapter 6, Verse 38, Creation of the Universal Form. Atmano, Atmano, Vasito, Vatsa, Atmano, Vasito, Vatsa, Atmano, Vasito, Vatsa, Mahima, Kavinadina, Mahima Kavina Dina, Mahima Kavina Dina, Samvatsara, Samvatsara, Sahasrante, Sahasrante, Samvatsara, Sahasrante, Samvatsara, Sahasrante, Tia, Tia, Yoga, Yoga, Vipakaya, Vipakaya, Tia, Yoga, Vipakaya, Tia, Yoga, Vipakaya, Atmana Vasito Vatsa Atmana Vasito Vatsa Mahima Kavina Dina Mahima Kavina Dina Samvatsara Sahasrante Samvatsara Sahasrante Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Atmano Vasito Vatsa Atmano Vasito Vatsa Mahima Kavina Dina Mahima Kavina Dina Sambhatsaras Hasrante Sambhatsaras Hasrante Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Chant Atmano Vasito Vatsa Atmano Vasito Vatsa Mahima Kavinadina Sambhatsara Sahasrante Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Atmano Vasito Vatsa Mahima Kavinadina Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Atmano Vasito Vatsa Mahima Kavinadina Sambhatsara Sahasrante Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Atmana Vasito Vatsa Mahima Kavinadina Sambhatsara Sasrante Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Atmana Vasito Vatsa Mahima Kavinadina Sambhatsara Sahasrante Tiya Yoga Vipakaya Atmana of the Supreme Soul Avasita known 
Vatsa, O my dear son, Mahima, Glories, Govina, by the poet Brahma, Adina, Original, Samvatsara, Celestial Years, Sahasraante, at the end of 1000, Tiya, by intelligence, Yoga Vipakaya, by mature meditation, translation, oh my son, the original poet Brahma, after mature meditation for 1,000 celestial years, could know only that the glories of the Supreme Lord are inconceivable. Oh my son, the original poet Brahma, after mature meditation for 1,000 celestial years, could know only that the glories of the Supreme Soul are inconceivable. Report. There are some froggish philosophers who want to know the Supreme Soul by means of philosophy and mental speculation. And when the devotees who are to some extent in knowledge of the Supreme Lord admit that the glories of the Lord are inestimable or inconceivable, the froggish philosophers adversely criticize them. These philosophers, like the frog in the well, who tried to estimate the measurement of the Pacific Ocean, like to take trouble over fruitless mental speculation instead of taking instructions from devotees like the original poet, namely Brahma. Lord Brahma underwent severe type of meditation for 1,000 celestial years, yet he said that the glories of the Lord are inconceivable. Therefore, what can the froggish philosophers hope to gain from their mental speculation. It is said in the Brahma Samhita that the mental speculator may fly through the sky of speculation with the velocity of the mind or the wind for thousands of millions of years, and still he will find it inconceivable. The devotees, however, do not waste time in such vain searching after knowledge of the Supreme, but they submissively hear the glories of the Lord from bona fide devotees. Thus, they transcendentally enjoy the process of hearing and chanting. The Lord approves of the devotional activities of the devotees or Mahatmas, and he says, Mahatmanas tumam parta daivim prakatim ashitaha bhajantyanan yamanasa gyatva bhutta dimaviyam satatam kityam tamam yarantasya the pure devotees of the Lord take shelter of the para prakati, the internal potency of the Lord called Lakshmi Devi, Sita Devi, Shimati Radharani, or Shimati Rukmini Devi, and thus they become actual Mahatmas or great souls. Mahatmas are not fond of indulging in mental speculations, but they actually take to devotional service of the Lord without the slightest deviation. Devotional service is manifested by the primary process of hearing and chanting about the activities of the Lord. This transcendental method practiced by the Mahatmas gives them 
sufficient knowledge of the Lord, because if the Lord can at all be known to some extent, it is only through the means of devotional service and no other way. One may go on speculating and waste the valuable time of his human life, but that will not help anyone to enter into the precincts of the Lord. The Mahatmas, however, are not concerned with knowing the Lord by mental speculation because they enjoy hearing about his glorious activities and his transcendental dealings with his devotees or with the demons. The devotees take pleasure in both and are happy in this life and the life thereafter. Mukam karoti vachalam bhagam lankhate karim yaki pantam humbande shikurantinatanam Omagyanati madandasya ganam sharashakaya chakshimiditam so here we are in the chapter of universal form. And uh, Srila Prabhupada has brought in Srimati Radharani here. Uh, how, how did he do that in the universal form chapter? How is, how, how is it that Radharani came in here? Um, <laughs> somehow it slipped. Uh, he slipped <laughs> or something. But no, not like that. Um, because. Um, in this purport, Prabhupada is emphasizing hearing and chanting. In the verse it says that Lord Brahma did a thousand years meditation. Now, we can't hope, we can't do that. Uh, even if it's not celestial years, even a hundred years, it would be very difficult. So Prabhupada recommends in the purport hearing and chanting. That's our method. Not a thousand years, celestial years of meditation. So, um, yes because he's talking about taking shelter of hearing from the pure devotees. And who is the best pure devotee? And that's uh, Srimati Radharani, Daivi Prakriti. She's Daivi Prakriti. Um, she's in Krishna's heart. Uh, and anyone who is chanting Hare Krishna, they are also, their name is in Krishna's heart. It says that in Adi Purana. Shadhaya helena nama ratanti mama jantabati shan nama sada parta vartate hiliye nama. Arjuna, listen attentively. When the living entity chants my name, whether out of devotion or indifference, then his name will remain forever in my heart. I will never forget such a soul. Isn't that cool? Um, if we chant, then our name is in Krishna's heart. Uh, yes. So devotees are in Krishna's heart because Krishna is attracted by the hearing and chanting of his name. So here in this purport talks about the mental speculators and personalists cannot reach the heart of the Lord. And he quotes a, about a, a verse from Brahma Samhita, the Sanskrit is Pantastukoti Sarasampagamya Vaya Atapi Manaso Manipungavanam so one translation Prabhupada gave was uh, the conditioned souls may try to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead for many billions of years through their mental speculative process, traveling at the speed of the mind or the wind. But still, the absolute truths will remain inconceivable to them because a materialistic person cannot measure the length and breadth of the Supreme Personality of God's unlimited existence. So I was reading some conversation of Srila Prabhupada about one such mental speculator. I'm not going to mention his name, but he has a big ashram 
in South India, Araville, I think it's called. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, one, one devotee was asking about him. You know, um, wasn't he self-realized? He's talking about bhakti, and Prabhupada said the, his problem is that he's trying to reach the Lord by mental speculation. That he didn't have a guru. He didn't accept the Vaishnava guru. And therefore, it's going to take him many, many births. Like it says in Bhagavad Gita, Bahunam Jamanamante Gyanavanaman Prabhadyate. So after many births, the mental speculator, the philosopher, may realize Vasudeva Saramiti, Krishna is everything, Vasudeva is everything. Um, and in another part, another lecture, Prabhupada was saying, that it will take many, many births before they can get some faith in the Supreme Lord. We're hearing about faith this morning. That was, that's what's going to take them many births, is getting a little faith in the glories of the Lord. So devotees easily reach the Lord by chanting and hearing. It says in Brahma Samhita, Vedeshu Durvam, Adurvam Abhakto. So now, how, how did Radharani come um, in this purport? Well, Prabhupada quotes Bhagavad Gita, Mahatmanas to Mamparta, Daivan Prabhupatim Ashitha. And then he says this internal potency, Daivan Prabhupatim, that's Srimati Radharani. And if we take shelter of Srimati Radharani, we can easily approach Krishna and we will be in Krishna's heart. So in one lecture, Prabhupada gave, said, he said, we require protection. Therefore, Mahatmanas to Mamparta, Daivan Prabhupatim Ashitha. Mahatmas are given protection by Daivi Prakriti. Um, uh, Krishna is Maya. We chant Hare Krishna, not alone Krishna. Say Hare. 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 Most of the most of the mantra is Hare. I mean, half of the mantra, um, and then half is Krishna and Rama. And so, first Radharani, we have to go to Radharani first. Um, in Vrindavan, they chant, you know, Jai Radhe. And so if we take shelter of Daivi Prakriti, she gives us intelligence. And then Bhajantya Nanyamana. So we will worship Krishna, serve Krishna. When I was a devotee, when I was uh, worshiping the deities in Calcutta, Prabhupada gave a lecture. Almost every lecture he gave, he mentioned the deity worship. And one time he said, uh, deity worship, this deity worship is under the control of Srimati Radharani. So when you're worshiping the deity, you're doing something for the deities, then you're under her control. And this is uh, confirmed in Nectar of Devotion, chapter one. So I'm gonna quote that. And there he also um, uh, quotes Bhagavad Gita, this, this verse, Nectar of Devotion. Prabhupada says, to perform devotional service means to follow in the footsteps of Radharani. And devotees in Vrindavan put themselves under the care of Radharani in order to achieve perfection in their devotional service. In other words, devotional service is not an activity of the material world. It is directly under the control of Radharani. In Bhagavad Gita, it is confirmed that Mahatmas or great souls are under the protection of Daivi Prakriti, internal energy, Radharani. So that verse refers to Radharani, Prabhupada said. Quote, he says in Nectar of Devotion, so Radharani is in Bhagavad Gita too. I mean, you didn't know, but here, now you know. And so, um, and this attracts Krishna when we take shelter with Radharani. And so religion, uh, if we look back at the universal form, uh, back in the, uh, yes, if we go on a little further, 
and even back in Second Canto, will find out that religion is the heart of the universal form and irreligion is the back. So if we turn our back on Krishna, we will see his back. We will have an impersonal experience. If we're impersonalists, we're going to see the back of Krishna. We're not going to see the front. So beautiful purport in the second canto about universal form. It says, the back of the Lord is the place for all kinds of frustration and ignorance, as well as for immorality. And then the purport probably says, personality of Godhead is the original feature of the Lord. And his impersonal emanation is but the reflection of his transcendental body. Those who are fortunate enough to have a view of the Lord from the front can realize his personal feature, whereas those who are frustrated and kept on the ignorant side of the Lord, in other words, those who have the view of the Lord from the back realize him in his impersonal feature. So always face Krishna, look at uh, be in front. Krishna Surya Sam Maya Hoyantakar. Krishna is a sun, Maya is like darkness, and if we turn our back to the sun, we will see a shadow, a dark shadow. Prabhupada gives the example one of his lectures. You fly in an airplane in the day, and you keep going west, you'll never see the sunset. So if we keep ourselves in the sun of Krishna consciousness, we'll never see darkness of Maya. And I had that experience. I was flying from India west to Ireland, and I was... Um, on the airplane, and I was waiting for the sun to set, you know, usually you know, around 7, 8, 9. It was 10 o'clock, finally 11 o'clock, <laughs> the sun was setting. Was, yeah, but that's when I got off the plane. If I had kept on the plane, maybe I wouldn't see the sunset. But yeah, I, when I was we were landing, the sun was setting. And so, um, yes, we have to keep in the, in the jyoti. Tavasima jyotakama. So the heart. It's the most important part of the body. Religion comes from the heart. Mahabharata tells us uh, how to find the truth, how to know Krishna. Tarko pratishta, uh, not by argument. You may be a very good arguer or debater, but someone will defeat you in argument. Uh, so, shuta yogi bena, there's so many shutis. Uh, you can study your whole life and you'll never, very difficult to find Krishna in the Vedas. Vedeshu dulabam. And, um, and there are so many philosophers, so many sages, they each have a different philosophy. Like the philosophy book that Prabhupada was discussing, Shamsundar, everyone has a different philosophy. And if, you're not, if you don't have a different philosophy, you can't be a, a proper philosopher. So where do you find the truth? It is in the heart of the devotee. And therefore, Mahajanoyena Gatasapanta, we should follow in the footsteps of pure devotee. When Srila Prabhupada was in South India, he was explaining the philosophy to one judge at the judge's house. And Saraswati was there, and she had a little deity of Krishna, and Prabhupada, she went out of the room, Prabhupada took the deity and hid it. So when she came in the room, she was saying, where's my Krishna, where's Krishna? And she was in anxiety, looking under the pillows, looking everywhere. Uh, so Prabhupada was saying, this is, this is separation from Krishna. So then uh, somebody gave Saraswati a hint, who has Krishna? She looked at Prabhupada with big eyes, Prabhupada has Krishna. <laughs> and Prabhupada took out Krishna and gave Krishna to her. So that's where we get Krishna from, from the pure devotees not by speculating for hundreds of years. 
So um, the process of devotional service is basically in the heart. There's a series of verses in the first canto, second chapter, which I'd like to talk about today, which Prabhupada quoted when he arrived in Boston in his poem, the verses, first canto, second chapter, 17 to 21. The first one, Shinpatam Sokatam Krishna Punya Shavana Kirtana, Hirantastahibatrani Bitunoti Sivitsatam. Krishna, personality of God, Paramatma in everyone's heart, benefactor of the truthful devotee, cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages, which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted. So punya, by chanting we create punya. There's three kinds of punya. There's uh, material punya by doing good karma, and then you get good karma in your next life. Then there's um, uh, impersonal punya, if you're on the path of impersonalism, renunciation, that's another kind of punya. Uh, and the third kind is devotional bhakti punya. So we're doing, we're creating bhakti punya. And so in a lecture, uh, Nectar Devotion in Vrindavan, I think I was probably there in 72, said that anyone who's coming here, even he doesn't understand a single word we are speaking, if he simply hears, he becomes pious. So everybody here, uh, every obeisance is being counted by Krishna. Everything you hear uh, is put into your spiritual bank account. Did you know you have a spiritual bank account? Yeah, now you do because you came here. Um, <laughs> and you're starting your spiritual bank account. So this class is, you put this class in your spiritual bank account. And one day you'll have enough to purchase Krishna. So one day, one time I was, um, chatting with my son on Facebook, and I said, you know, you should put something in your spiritual bank account. It's been a long time. So my son said, Mom, I don't worry. I have a joint account with you. <laughs> I said, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's true, but uh, Guru Kulis are too smart. <laughs> yeah, we can't fool them. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, it's true. If you do something for Krishna, your family benefits. Not only your family, you know, 14 generations back, 14 generations ahead, or at least three generations ahead and behind. Um, according to Shri Siddhanta, if you're a pure devotee, it's, it's um, 100 generations before and after. If you're a preacher, a madhyama, it's 14 generations back and forward. And if you're just a neophyte, it's three generations back and forward. You get the, ben um, the family gets the benefit. So Krishna, he's in the heart. He's cleaning vitonoti. He's 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 concerned about us. He doesn't want to see us suffering. He cleans our heart when we chant. And so, and because he's friend, he's suhit sotam. So then the next verse is nashta peshapade shunityam bhagavata sevaya bhagavat yutamashoke bhakti bhavati nashtake. So what happens when we chant, <clears throat> we come to the point of uh, an art and vritti that, you know, there's dirty things and they're coming out. So one time a devotee said to Prabhupada, you know, since I've been a devotee, I think I'm getting more bad qualities. I see all these bad qualities in me. And Prabhupada said, well, this, uh, this is what's happening. If you have a dirty house, it hasn't been cleaned for so many, so many months or years, what happens when you start cleaning, when you start sweeping, the dust is going to fly. 
So we're cleaning our heart, and the dust is flying sometimes, uh, but we shouldn't go after it. Um, and so in the purport of that verse, Prabhupada said, here's the remedy for eliminating all the inauspicious things in the heart, association of the Bhagavatas. And he stresses in his lecture, Bhagavata is not just Srimad Bhagavatam, not just the pure devotee. It's Tosi Devi, it's the temple, it's so many things. It's Tadiya. It's Tadiya. What is related to Krishna? Bhagavata is what is related to Krishna. So Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya is the prescription. Always remember, serve Bhagavatam, serve the temple, serve the deities. And all of Bhadra will be almost all cleared from the heart. Everything, almost all the unespecious things. So what percentage Prabhupada explains in his lecture on this verse? 75% is clean from the heart. And then if you get 75% clean from your heart, you come to the level of nishta, bhaktir bhavati, naishtiki, naishtiki. And we're very fortunate here because we have Panchatava, and they're going to help us um, to reach um, Krishna. Here's a verse in Adi Lila, Vande Shri Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahadidav Gaudadai Pushwanta Chitta Sandatumaradav. I offer respectful obeisance unto Shri Krishna Chaitanya Lord Nityananda, who are like the sun and the moon. They have arisen simultaneously on the horizon of Gauda to dissipate the darkness of ignorance and wonderfully bestow benediction upon all. So if you go to Adi Lila, uh, chapter 1, around verse 100, there's a, a series of verses which explains what's happening in our hearts when we take shelter of Gornitai. Um, first, it says, the sun and moon dissipate the darkness of the external world and reveal external material objects like pots and plates. But these two brothers, Gornitai, dissipate the darkness of the inner core of the heart, and they help one meet two kinds of Bhagavatas. And to the actions of these two Bhagavatas, the Lord gives bhakti in the heart. And he comes under the control of the devotee's love. So this is what's happening for hearing and chanting, taking shelter, Gornitai, Panchitabha. We hear attentively Bhagavatam. By their mercy, we meet the two Bhagavatas. We get Krishna, bhakti, and Krishna comes under our control. So then what happens next? Uh, Bhagavatam says, as soon as irrevocable loving service established in the heart, the effects of nature's modes of passion and ignorance, such as lust, desire, and hankering, disappear from the heart. Then devotees established in goodness, and he becomes completely happy. So this is the, um, one of the symptoms. If you're in the mode of goodness, you're happy. And if you're not, you're in Maya. <laughs> if you're not happy in devotional service, something's wrong. Um, you'll be, your heart will be pierced by two things, um, kama, uh, raja and tamagun. Kama and loba, here it says, kama loba. Uh, um, beginning with kama and loba, there's so many other things. There's so many other things in passion and ignorance. But if you're in goodness, if you come to the level of nishta, firm devotional service, then passion and ignorance will not pierce your heart. It will not pierce you. And the mode of goodness, there's, there's one word which describes the mode of goodness, and the same word 
describes uh, Ayurvedic medicine. One word, balance. In the mode of goodness, the modes are balanced. In Ayurvedic medicine, if you're healthy, uh, your doses are balanced. So balance. Uh, Raja, the boards of passion ignorance might be there, but they're balanced. They're in, under control. They're under control. So in this purport that we just read today, it says, the Mahatmas are not concerned with knowing the Lord by mental speculation. Because they enjoy hearing about his glorious activities and his transcendental dealings with his devotees or with the demons, the devotees take pleasure in both and are happy in this life and after. So the beginning of this verse 19 in first canto, second chapter, tada. Tada means at that time. At what time? At what time do we get to the mode of goodness? Sri Prabhupada explains it. When you have become a true Brahman, Brahman is the mode of goodness. So he said, therefore, in our Krishna conscious movement, we first of all bring anyone to the platform of Brahmana. So at the time of second initiation, we offer the sacred thread. Yes, he's an our Brahman. When you are, so then Prabhupada gives the mentality, how you should think as a Brahmin. Now I shall devote my life in Krishna consciousness. So this is this level. He was talking, Sri Prabhupada was talking to Bhakti Shara Maharaj. And he was saying to Maharaj, you have spent billions of lifetimes in sense gratification. Just give this one life to Krishna. And if you want, you can have a billion more lives in sense gratification. But just give this one life. So this is Nishta. I'll give this one life to Krishna. And then you can be satisfied. Uh, the verses go on. Evam prasana manaso bhagavad bhakti yogataha bhagavad tattva vijnana mukta sangasya jayate. Established in the mode of unalloyed goodness. Now we've gone a step higher in unalloyed goodness now. The man whose mind has been enlivened by contact with devotional service to the Lord gains positive scientific knowledge of the personality of Godhead in the stage of liberation from all material associations. So now knowledge comes. Knowledge comes. So, prasanamana so. And this is happening. Our heart becomes joyful. Um, so if you follow these verses, everything is happening in the heart. First, the Lord's cleaning our heart, verse 17, 18. Almost all the dirty things are gone. In uh, 19, lust and and uh, passion, ignorance are gone, and now you're joyful. When all these things are gone, there's no more worries. Um, and so and then Prabhupada says, if I'm not prasanamanaso, if I'm not happy, Maya, that means Maya has attacked me. And then he says, uh, therefore Rupa Goswami recommends utsaha, enthusiasm. So the final verse, vidyate hridya garantis chityante sarasamsha, the knot in the heart is pierced, and all misgivings are cut to pieces. The chain of fruit of actions is terminated when one sees the self as master. So we have a knot in our heart, and that knot is, has, there's a name for it. Actually, Prabhupada's going to tell in, in the purport of that verse I just quoted, there's a name for this knot. Uh, it's tying two things together. If you have a knot, it means it's tying something together. So what's the name of a knot in our heart? The name is ahankara, or false ego. And that's tying our body and soul together. 
It's tying matter and spirit together. That's what's keeping us tied to this material body, hankara. So um, Prabhupada explains that here you can be liberated if this knot is, is gone. But he said two things have to go on simultaneously, that simultaneously you cultivate Krishna consciousness positively and, and at the same time give up your anartas, avoid the offenses. Karmani um, So your karma is finished uh, if you take to devotional service. Prabhupada gives the example of chickpeas. If you plant a chickpea in the ground, it'll come, into, it'll fructify into a plant. But if you fry it first and then try to plant it, it's not going to grow. So we can fry all our karma by engaging in devotional service. That's what we're doing. When we chant here, we're frying our karma. It cannot sprout. Might be there, but we're going to fry it. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's what we're doing. We're frying our karma. Now, um, very interesting purport to this last verse of this uh, series. If you have a video camera, you could see in your heart what is happening. Prabhupada gives us a glimpse in this purport. Here's what he says. In Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says, in order to show special favor to his pure devotees, he personally eradicates the dense darkness of all misgivings by switching on the light of pure knowledge within the heart of a devotee. So we got a light switch in our heart. And if we engage in devotional service, one day Krishna will turn on the switch and we'll, and we'll have knowledge. Therefore, because of the personality of God is taking charge of illuminating the heart of his devotee, certainly a devotee engaged in service and transcendental love cannot remain in darkness. And so again, uh, at that, in that purport, Prophet says that enlightenment comes from the Lord in the heart when the devotee submissively hears in Parampara. So that's all it takes. We just have to hear submissively. And Krishna will turn on the light. And finally, about uh, Ahankara, about the knot, what to do about the knot. Prabhupada tells us about that, what happens uh, about this knot. This enlightenment perfectly enables a devotee to distinguish spirit from matter because the knot of spirit and matter is untied by the Lord. Isn't that nice? Krishna's going to untie the knot for us if we just submissively hear uh, and chant. This knot is called Ankara, and it falsely obliges a living being to come, become identified with matter. As soon as this knot is loosened, therefore, all the clouds of doubt are at once cleared off. One sees his master and fully engages himself in transcendental loving service of the Lord, making a full termination of the chain of fruitive action. So, yes, the Lord is in our heart, we're in the heart, our dirty things are in the heart. But if when we chant and hear attentively, then Krishna is going to clean everything out, turn on the light, and untie the knot for us. <laughs> Isn't that nice? So there's, I've, I've got two examples of uh, services you can do for Krishna that will help you untie the knot in the heart. Um, uh, first one is Sankirtan uh, and book distribution. In Chicago in 1975, Prabhupada was preaching to the book distributors. Uh, all the Radhadamadar parties were there. And Prabhupada said, Vishwamitra performed heavy 
posterity for 60,000 years. Jai Pashtapa. You can get the same benefit of this austerity on a few days of Sankirtan. Oh, 60,000 years. <laughs> so we don't have to worry about meditation for a thousand celestial years. Just go out on Harinam and book distribution and you'll get the same benefit. A few days. A few days. Um, then the second thing, he was, uh, now he talks differently in different places. In Vrindavan, uh, uh, they were needing pujaris. So, so here he says, the highest service a human being can perform is to be a pujari, mm -hmm. because although the pujari has a material body, the pujari serves the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The pujari wakes the Lord up, <coughs> bathes, dresses, and feeds him. These are activities of the spiritual world. <coughs> but the pujari does them in this world. This is the perfection of human life. <coughs> there is nothing higher than being a pujari. If you're a pujari, you have attained your constitutional position. Even within samsara, this person is liberated. So I'll stop here. <coughs> if you have any questions or comments, you can ask now. <coughs> On another occasion, um, in Atlanta, in February 
<laughs> that was the other question I asked. Uh, no, I said it's frozen. Oh, so it doesn't continue to... No, you don't. It, it's just like you can freeze it by committing offenses to devotees. But no compound of interest. No, no. No, no. No. <laughs> if your code is frozen, how can you get interest? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you're not interested, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not interested, okay. Any other questions or comments? Okay, Jagoishi Prabhu, Hare Krishna.